Welcome to my Beauty Fuel Food by JJ, a yoga and wellness expert from New York living in Paris. JJ seeks out creatives and entrepreneurs who exemplify a vision of how to live a good life. Welcome to our very high vibrational lifestyle. So today I'm here with Bonjour Clem, who is a Frenchie living in New York, who is also a model and an influencer. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today, Clem. Thank you for having me. Um, I think it's quite funny because we're we're kind of a little bit on the opposite um, ends of the spectrum. I'm the New Yorker in Paris, and you're the Frenchie in New York. What made you decide to move to the States? Um, I first moved to America about nine years ago. Um, I was just over the Parisian life, and you know, I didn't. I had a job that I felt didn't fit me. I was working in um, edition before, like I was in the book uh, publication. I was doing travel book and kids book. And, and I liked the job, but I was just locked up in an office all day and, you know, not doing what I felt was my calling. Um, my relationship was falling apart. I didn't really like living in the suburbs. And I don't know, I just, everything felt wrong. And um, I always knew I loved Miami Beach and my dream was to live on the beach. And so I just started looking on Craigslist and um, I saw there was a bunch of ads for like people looking for French servers, for French restaurants and managers and stuff. And I was like, well, what if I just go for three months on a tourist visa and see what happens? And so I, yeah, I, I broke up. I left my apartment, quitted my job and just booked a one-way um, to Miami Beach. And yeah. And then I started working for a couple of French restaurants. I was illegal for a while. I was kind of struggling. I had multiple jobs. And then um, I booked an American apparel campaign uh, on Facebook. They found me there. And it kind of blew up from there. An agency found me. And then they asked me if I wanted a visa to stay here and work as a model. And I was like, sure, why not? You know? And um, and so, you know, that's, that's what brought me here and then kept me here. And, um, two years later I moved to New York and then I would say my career really like blew up when I moved there. And I recently just moved to Miami beach actually this February. Okay. So you've been quarantined in Miami beach, not New York. Yeah. Yeah. Miami beach. Nice. Yeah. Nicer. I would say, I guess, um, easier. Yeah. And probably nice to buy the water, pretty grounding in such a crazy time. Yeah, exactly. Well, when we first virtually met, it was because of Inscape. I remember us discussing, um, you know, spiritual practices and whatnot. And you had implied that, you know, you had, a, you, you really do have a, a pretty strong spiritual practice. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Is that something that, you know, began when you started in New York? Have you always been somebody that's been pretty connected to yourself? Um, actually, I have not been connected to myself before I, I would say before a couple years ago, honestly. Um, yeah, growing up in France and just like being a woman in France, it was never a thing that was really highlighted or even that I was ever in contact with. Like, I think like spirituality and like things like that is very, very new over there. Um, and it's not something that is very current as well. 
Um, I feel like when I first moved to New York is when I first started like hearing about this. And then from friends and people I work, I met from work and through All Women Project. And then I would say a couple of years ago is really when I started getting into it myself um, and starting practicing. But even then, I would say my practice is 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 pretty mild. Like I'm not like an everyday type of person. I'm more like. Um, I have periods when I feel really into it and I really push myself. And then I have periods of times when I actually don't do anything. Um, so that's, that. yeah, that's kind of how I am. Yeah, I think that we can probably all relate. I mean, even being a part of that group that we both were, but I by no means was meditating every day at that time either. I'm pretty proud to say like, since the confinement, I've been meditating pretty much every day, but it's really hard to make that time for yourself. Um, but what I would like, I'd, I'd like to know a little bit about, you know, okay, so you, you know, you moved to Miami, kind of on a whim, you were like, I really want to just live in the States, I'm going to make it work. And then you ended up having this pretty crazy success story, which is amazing. But it definitely had to come with a lot of hard work. And I know that being a model isn't all it's cracked up to be. Can you tell us a little bit about how you dealt with this kind of crazy um, series of events and also how you deal with um, the everyday life of being being a model in general. Yeah, being a model sounds really glamorous and really fun and really superficial and really simple. Uh, I would say it's sometimes it is all of that. Uh, and then sometimes it's just really hard and exhausting and draining and mentally challenging as well. Um, I would, I mean, to me, becoming a model was a blessing because um, it really helped me with my self-love journey and my self-awareness and self-image as well. So it it just really helped me like seeing myself through someone else's eyes, uh, seeing how I looked on photos and on camera and how people would see me instead of how I would see me because I grew up with a lot of body image issues um body dysmorphia and a lot of yeah a lot of issues related to how I looked and so becoming a model and getting paid because I'm pretty was really weird to me at first because I knew I was pretty growing up but people never really let me feel that because I was always bigger and taller and and different and so it was challenging, but then I really embraced it. And I was like, okay, if people can see me as such, then, you know, so should I. And so it really helped me in that way. I know it, it was really hard for a lot of other models, like because they actually challenged their body image because they were never good enough. But for me, I felt it really helped, at least mostly. And then moving on and like growing as a model and getting more and more success, then it really empowered me because I saw the effect that just putting myself out there could have on other women, which is what I really, really liked from the start, um, was that ability of representing others by just being out there. Um, so that's the most interesting like part of my job to me. It's not just being on set and getting hair and makeup done and then taking pretty pictures. It's really more about what's behind the scene and like the meaning of it all and, and the change that you can have on other women's lives and perception of themselves really so for me that's really the job and i think i just you know by founding all women project that also like i was trying to kind of extend that mission to 
a wider cause and like a wide, wider audience. But um, that's what I'm passionate about. And then I would say in the daily life, um, I mean, there's some glamorous part, right? When I get to work, I get to get my hair and makeup done and chill in my chair with coffee and, you know, don't do anything too crazy. Um, but I would say there's a lot of stress on your body and mind in terms of a lot of travels. Um, you spend a lot of time in planes and airports, sitting, waiting, standing around and heels. Um, my body definitely took a toll. Like I've been modeling almost 10 years now and it's, you know, it's hard. Like I definitely need, um, yoga and Pilates and a lot of breathing work, like to just keep my body out of pain. Um, and until a few weeks ago, I wasn't working out at all for like at least two months or three months and I could barely walk, um, because my back was just so much in pain from not doing anything and from just sitting so much and, and standing around on heels and doing things like that. So I just, um, recently went back to like daily stretching and meditation and breathing and all that to just keep myself out of pain. So I would say it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of toll on your body. Um, and then, and then you just have to be able to, um, to just stay away from the people you love a lot. So that's challenging for a lot of women and a lot of models. Um, it's a lot of traveling, a lot of being away from home, um, weird hours and time. You mostly work on weekends and holidays and then your birthday, like it does not matter. Um, you kind of always on call. And so you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with never knowing your schedule, maybe more than a week before. So that's also very challenging for a lot of people. Like for me, it was at first, like it was really weird not to know what I'm going to do, who I'm going to see, where I'm going to be in the world um, a week in advance. And um, I would say now I'm fully used to it and I'm super flexible and it's part of my life. Um, but I know a lot of, a lot of girls really, really like struggle with that because you have no stability at all. Um, and same for your income. You never really know when you're going to get paid, what money you're going to get, if you're going to get paid in time. Like it's a lot of, um, challenging, um, work conditions. Like you work really, really, really long hours, like standing all day. Um, I mean, you know, like every single job, like there's a lot of ups and downs. I would say it's mostly ups just because, you know, you make decent money and you don't work that much and you work for yourself which is really great. And you travel, which is also really great. That's why I like it. It gives me so much independence and a lot of free times that I can develop other projects and focus on other stuff that matter more to me. Um, but yeah, your body takes a toll and it's hard mentally sometimes to deal with it. But to me, it's it's really good uh, fitting job for my personality. Yeah, there's definitely, I think that that's a, I mean, my mom's a fashion stylist. So I kind of grew up knowing what it's like on a different end of it, um, more on the back end, like on, she's a fashion stylist for photo shoots. So
Um, yeah, I've been involved in all kind of like woman empowerment and body positivity projects since I really started modeling like almost 10 years ago. And about four years ago, I started my own project, the All Woman Project, uh, which really started as kind of like a message to the beauty and, and fashion industry saying like, I'm just tired of not being able to models with women that are from a different size, different color, different age, different ability. Um, back in the days, I would say the modeling industry was really, really like divided. So they would never really mix women and models together in one campaign. Um, it wasn't really done. And so I decided to call on my girls and friends and creatives. They were all women and all different colors and sizes and shapes and, and ages. And I was just like, let's just shoot something that really is showing the fashion industry that diversity and representation can look good and can be Vogue worthy and doesn't have to be cheesy and boring. And we can be inspired, like we can be inspired by it. A woman can be inspired by that. Um, and so we shot that and we released it with Vogue.com, with InStyle, with a bunch of other um, news media. And it was great. And the response was really amazing. We had like an extremely high like amount of view over the weekend and it kind of just blew up and went viral. And so then I had like my answer. I was like, yes, it can be inspiring. Yes, it's Vogue-worthy. And yes, women want to see more of it. So from there, um, you know, we slowly like figured out what to do with it. And then a year later, we turned into a charity because that's really like what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to give back and I wanted to just give women that message of self-love and hope and feeling represented and feeling seen. Um, in the fashion and beauty industry, but also just in society in general. And slowly the All Women Project grew into, you know, being a charity for women by women, um, focused on diversity and representation, uh, body positivity, but not only. We talk a lot about um, spirituality, mental health, uh, focusing on all issues that are touching women really closely, um, not only body related anymore. Um, and now we have like events, like outside COVID time, we used to have like monthly events for a local group in various city in America. Now we have um, weekly online events. Uh, and we also have resources on our social and our website everywhere um, to just really help women like dealing with pressure of society, pressure of being a woman and not feeling accepted, not feeling seen or represented. So that's really what we do now. Um, and we're growing um this year a lot um coming up with a bunch of new projects and merch and a whole lot of fun stuff um so yeah it's just it's been so good to just be able to use um my modeling kind of as a platform to grow other projects that i really care about um so yeah that's that's what i'm into yeah i i love that i mean because it's so true that um why do we have to put labels on everything and separate everybody and, you know, there's so many things that, you know, even those that are happy in their own skin, they're still putting them, comparing themselves to something in one way or another um, that makes them feel okay, even if uh, they don't really care what anyone thinks. But if we all come together and it doesn't really matter anymore, then I think that that obviously can make such big changes. I, 
I love, I love that. I love that. It's for the moment it's in the U.S. Um, yes, it's in the U.S. We have tried to grow it internationally because we had requests from the U.K., France, India, like a lot of places around the world. But it's just two. It's only two of us really right now. Um, so it's really challenging to like organize it further. Uh, but, you know, as we grow, we're hoping to go international. But for now, we're really focusing. Um, we started local groups in New York, Miami Beach, uh, Seattle. Houston and soon LA. So, um, you know, we're, we're spreading across and hopefully we'll get to 10 local group by the end of the year. And then we'll see from there, you know, if we're able to hire someone else to help us grow this, then, then we'd love to go international. But for now, it's, it's really, really tough. That is, no, I, I think it's just such an awesome um, project. So also kind of going back to your other interests, so fashion, of course, you're a model and beauty, but I know that you have um, a very big love for cuisine and your French. How do you continue to integrate that into your kind of fast and furious life? How are you able to find the time to cook, feed yourself well, all of that? Um, I mean, I just make it a priority. Uh, <laughs> uh, food is like... I mean, all my ex-boyfriends, honestly, were all like, you know, I know I'm second, like food is first. Uh, and it's true. And no, actually, they would, they, would be, they would be third now because there's baguette, my dog, and then food, and then whoever is the boyfriend. Um, so yeah, um, I, I love food so much. It's such a big part of my life. Um, it really transitioned for me because it used to be, I always loved food since I was a kid. I was always a big eater. I always put my fingers in everything. I always loved to cook. But I would say until I moved to America, food was mostly my enemy because it was the reason why I was fat and bigger than everyone else and the reason why I felt so bad about myself. So I always had like a shame around it. And that was really shitty because I loved it so much. But at the same time, I hated it so much because I thought it was the problem like of my whole problem, like it was the source of all my problems. And so, you know, like it slowly transitioned to as I started feeling okay with my body and feeling good and loving it and accepting it at whatever size it is, then food really, really like blossomed in my life in the sense that I didn't have any hate for it anymore. I just loved it so much. And I just love everything about it from just like, grocery shopping like picking ingredients smelling it touching it eating it cooking it i mean i'm just like i love all of the steps and so i'm really making time for it every day i cook at least once most likely twice like i just had breakfast right like 20 minutes before this call and i you know i made myself a salad from scratch i made the vinaigrette from scratch i made a good omelet i put bacon in the oven like I don't know. I just like, I take my time with it and I really plan it. So if I know I have a call at 11, like I know at least, and at least I will put 30 minutes aside to just like cook and feed myself and really enjoy it. Like I would hate to have to just like throw some cereals in a bowl. Like that would just hurt me so much. So, you know, I just, I just make time. I think it's like working out or meditation or a doctor's appointment. Like to me, it's just, just as important so i would make time for it and i think just passion drives it all like i understand like people that are not passionate about food and if it's just a mean to feed yourself then i understand that you don't necessarily want to carve so much time for it 
But for me, it's just such a passion. Like I could speak about food all day, every day, why I eat. Like I have no issues with any of that. Like that could be my only topic of conversation. I'll be fine. Um, so I could, yeah, I, I could make food all day. Like sometimes I do, like sometimes I make breakfast and then I'm like, oh, I want to try this cake recipe. And then I get in the kitchen, make the cake and why it's in the Robert, then I would just like start on something else, like make a quiche or make a salad. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just brings me so much joy to cook and then to eat and share it. Like I love the sharing, you know, aspect of food. And just growing up in, in South of France and, you know, my, all my family every summer, like our most important activity of the day was to make food. Like whether it was making paella in the garden or making couscous with my grandma, like, like we always had like every day some grand like recipe to achieve. And that was the best thing, like just going to pick herbs in the garden and my, I remember my grandma and my aunt explaining me every ingredients and I just... That was the best thing. So to me, like the sharing aspect of it is still really amazing. Like I cook every day and I live alone. So sometimes I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with all this food? But I just love sharing it. Like I invite a friend over or I go to my neighbors and bring them some stuff. And there's, there's always like, I love, you know, food makes people so happy and it's so little to do. Like it's such a small thing, a basic thing, but it just brings so much joy to people. So it really, really makes me happy i just love making people happy and bringing them joy and i think food just achieves all of that and it's so delicious and it smells so good um yeah i i just love food <laughs> i love food too and i can tell you definitely love food but i yeah and i think that also we've all kind of in this time where we've had more time to cook realized how essential it is and how much joy it can even really bring those of us who've forgotten about that and just kind of we're into that like quick, I'm just going to do it, um, make a quick salad and run. What other things bring you immense joy? What other what what are your routines? Do you have any special routines that you try to follow? How do you organize your life when you're on the run? Um, what is what are the Clem routines? Um, something that really brings me joy is my skincare routine. I just I am I don't wear makeup unless I'm working. I'm not into it at all. I don't have any pleasure wearing makeup or putting it on but I love skincare so much and just like I love selecting it I love researching it I'm really into natural skincare like if not organic at least all natural ingredients and so I love researching it I love learning about new brands I love putting it on like every morning when I'm not in like trying product phase so like sometimes I try new stuff for a while but my regular routine is only like three products in the morning, three products at night, and that's it. And that's like, it kind of just gives me my stability, honestly. Just like waking up, doing what I do, and then going to the bathroom and doing that three-step routine. And then at night, same thing, you know? It's like sometimes I forget to brush my teeth. Sometimes I don't shower for two days, but I would always do my skincare routine. That's just something that I would never pass on. And so, and so that brings me a lot of excitement. Um, so I wash my skin with Bioderma water. And then after that, I put the ODL serum. ODL is like a small brand from New York. A friend of mine is used to make it in our kitchen and that's a full on brand. But, um, uh, yeah, she's based in New York and she's amazing. It's very simple. There's like three ingredients in there, but it's just so amazing. I've been using it five years and I'm pretty much sure like it's the reason why 
you know, my skin's still so good and I'm over 30. Um, because, you know, I've been using her stuff for so long. And so that's my first serum. And then I put a second serum uh, for the day, which is a beauty counter uh, vitamin C serum. And then at night, instead of that, I just put a healthy um, dose of like coconut. Like my, my friend's husband is making it weirdly, but it's like a coconut uh, cream, like really heavy with a bunch of additional like vitamin and, and oils in there. And I just put that on my face at night because it's so heavy and greasy. And like, I don't want to put in during the day, but at night it's great to just like, you know, resource your skin. Um, so yeah, and that's it. And that's just like, I just love it. I just loving like, you know, massaging my face and smelling it. And just like, that just brings me a lot of excitement. Um, and so that I do every single day. And then what brings me joy is Baguette, uh, my dog. Uh, she's the best. She's such a little shit. She just ate my breakfast before I jumped on that call. I just started eating breakfast and I left it on the couch for like five minutes, not even five seconds to go pick up the bacon in the kitchen. And she was eating in my plate. She just ate all of my omelet. Anyway, she does that sometimes when I just forget she's a little monster. And then she just, you know, jumps in and eats my food. So, yeah, but other than that, I just love her and I love that, you know, she brings me stability as well. Just like having to take her out every morning and multiple times a day and playing with her. And when I'm not working, we go to the dog beach every single morning from eight to ten. That's our little, you know, like time for ourselves. And she just jumps and goes into waves and in the water, digs holes in the sand. And then I'm just swimming, watching her. And it's like, it's amazing. So she brings me so much joy. I love that. And uh, it's hard being away from her when I work, but I'm kind of happy with this whole lockdown because I've been spending so much time with her. I've been here nonstop for the last 60 days, which never, ever happened. Um, so we really got to just bond really in a great way, like very different than before. And so that was really nice. She definitely brings me a lot of joy. She sleeps with me and, you know, cuddle. And every time I'm down, like she's always licking me and no, no, no. She's just so good. I love her. I love her name, too. It's so cute. She's so French. She has so much attitude. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending the time with us, Clem, and for sharing your lovely bienveillance and your tips, your routines, your story. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. It would be amazing if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Deezer. It helps us to keep going and keep motivated. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.